You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. Coincidentally, this uh, this parable appears in tomorrow's reading from Luke chapter 16. Just remember what it's about. It's a rich man. He has a, a steward um, who obviously has some fault, and he warns him he's going to be thrown out of his job. So what he then does, uh, he uses his master's goods to purchase for himself something that would survive his sacking. So he, he, he wrote off half of the debts that is... Uh, were owed to his master, which sounds like a very immoral thing to do. But actually, it's interesting that uh, in verse 8 of, uh, of Luke 16, we read that the Lord commended the unjust steward because he had done wisely. So we've got to look beyond the, the morality of this. This is, this is not a, lecture, a lesson in that it's perfectly okay to, to uh, use your master's goods in a, <clears throat> in a dishonest way. That's not the lesson at all. And it's interesting that the Lord commanded, commended the unjust steward because he had done wisely. And then he says, he's drawing a parallel between the way the children of the world behave and the way the children of light behave. The children of the world, in this sense, were quite wise. He was using his master's goods to procure for himself um, a good future. And what was Jesus meaning to say by all this? Well, really, the Lord is like, like God. And all of us are like stewards because we have access to the things that God lends us for a time. They're not our things, just like the, uh, the master's goods were not the property of the unjust steward, but he had custody of them and he could do what he wanted with them. And, of course, what he did was use them so he could, he could procure his future. And we're recommended to do just that with the things that God lends us. There is wisdom. There's a parallel wisdom between the, the, the way the world behaves in, 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 in this example and the way the children of light should behave. The rich man in our case is God. And he has made available to us and placed into our custody lots of things. And the lesson is that we should use those things to procure for ourselves treasure in heaven, life everlasting just like this man procured for himself um, or, or intended to procure for himself uh, a survival of his, uh, of his removal from his job. So if we read on, it's interesting, actually, I noticed that the Net Bible suggests that the parable ends at uh, about verse 6 or 7, which is a bit nonsensical in my mind because the explanation of the parable is given in, in verses 8 uh, to 12. So the Lord commended the unjust. <clears throat> children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. And I say unto you, make yourselves friends of the mammon of unrighteousness, that when ye fail, they may receive you into everlasting habitations. In other words, use the things that God has given you, this mammon of unrighteousness, these natural things, to procure uh, everlasting life, everlasting habitations. And the, he's pointing out, he that is faithful in that which is was least, these natural possessions, is faithful also in much. There will be a, there'll be a reward. And he that is unjust in these, unjust also 
uh, in much. If you've been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, in other words, if you've made good use of what God has lent to us, not given to us, lent to us, um, then, then, well, if we don't do that, who will commit unto you the true riches? Now, we'll mention what these true riches are in a minute. But it's just interesting, isn't it? The, it, it there's a bit of a theme here in Luke, Luke's Gospel about parables in which uh, God is taken advantage of, as it were. Remember that case of the importunate man who... who um, who wakes his neighbour up in the middle of the night and asks if he can have some bread because he's got a friend come round. Um, and and the, what's the lesson for that? It's not that we shouldn't do that. The lesson is that we should do it. The lesson is that we should be importunate to God. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. That was the lesson of that. So it's interesting that although it seems to be taking advantage of God, God wants us to take advantage of what he provides for us, so that ultimately we can have treasure in heaven. Now, the the ultimate outworking of this uh, is given in um, verse 12. If ye have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? I think that's the crux of it, really. Another man's. So the steward was making use of that which was another man's. It was his lord's. And, and he was using it wisely in a natural sense, just as we're recommended to use it wild, wisely in a spiritual sense. Use God's um, gifts wisely, and uh, both property and anything else we have from God. That word, another man's, it's the word alat- alotrios um, in the Greek. Um, and it's the same word that's used in Hebrews 11, actually, which is interesting, about... Uh, a strange land. So in Hebrews 11, uh, this is a famous chapter about, about faith, of course. And uh, verse 9. So in, in verse 9 of Hebrews 11, we read that by faith he, this is Abraham, sojourned, see, he, so he didn't have that which was his own, he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, and that's that same word, alotrios, something which is not his own. But Abraham wanted a land that was his own, and God promised it, didn't he? And so you have in verse 14, for they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country, patris, something that you inherit, that's your own. And that's, that's the lesson of this parable, that if we're faithful in that which is temporarily ours, lent to us, in our custody, under our control, if we use that wisely, then we will be ultimately given that which is our own. And just perhaps a final reference, it's in 1 Peter chapter 1, because there seems to be a reference to this inheritance which is our own, 1 Peter chapter 1. Um, well, verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. What to? To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. That's the thing that's reserved for us, something which is ultimately our own. 
that will not be taken away from us. And you can con contrast that with another parable that we read just a couple of days ago. The man who, who had all these barns, and uh, he, he thought he had a lot of things, and he regarded all the things that he had as his own. But then he died, and what would those things do for him? And that was why there's a recommendation in that parable. So it's a theme, a bit of a theme in Luke, that, that we should procure treasure in heaven. And this, this treasure in heaven is reserved for us. This is the inheritance, incorruptible and undefiled, that fadeth not away. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. You can email us at bt f at cdvideo.org If you enjoyed the episode, then please share it with others. Until next time, may God bless you in your studies and your walk towards God's kingdom. Amen.